1944, my grandfather crossed the Atlantic to join the European campaign of World War II. He rarely spoke of the war in any detail, but upon the passing of both my grandfather and grandmother, his belongings were left to me. The following podcast consists of readings from two primary sources. The first is a battle journal of the 489th Armored Field Artillery Battalion in the 7th Armored Division of the United States Army. The second source is the letters my grandfather, Jack Ginther, sent to my grandmother, Betty Jane Ginther. Some of the sentiments expressed will seem out of date. I've done my best to transcribe the letters, but that in and of itself is a challenge. I wish my grandparents were still here so that I could have a dialogue about the contents contained within this material, but this one-way conversation will have to do. Letter from my grandfather, July 17, 1944, England. My darling, I'm only going to write a short note tonight as I have promised Bill I would set up a set of books for him tonight. He's been put in charge of officers' quarters and it will sure mean a lot of work for him. He already wants me to come downstairs and help him, but told him I will be there in 10 or 15 minutes. Today, Tupel and I made another trip, went approximately 200 miles to get some supplies we needed. And when I got there, I was turned down. So here I am. The only good thing about it was I got home too late to stand retreat. No letters from anyone again. I sure hope I get one tomorrow. Schwartz is having reclassification procedures put against him. He and Martin got into it, and that's the end of him. Williams was to be back from the hospital yesterday, but he didn't show up. As yet, I haven't found out why. Last night they had a lottery for 24 quarts of whiskey. There was 120 chances and only 24 winners. No man could get more than one bottle. Well, Lee and Bill didn't have any luck. So I drew and, fair enough, I won. Well, Fred said he could do the same, and damn if he didn't win. Fred finally sold his for $8 or £2, but I'm keeping mine. Bill has offered up to £2, but I told him I need a bigger offer. Had him going all evening on that. Well, darling, that is the end of the day. Now all I wish I could do was to go to bed with you. Gee, I wish you would put your head on my shoulder. Well, keep wishing and maybe it will come true. All my love, Jack. Letter from my grandfather, July 19th, 1944, England. My darling, honey, I'm writing you early this morning before I go to work, because I didn't get a chance last night. I helped Bill get his money trouble straightened out on this officer's quarters, and gee, what a job I had. Didn't do much yesterday as there were too many small things to do. Therefore, supply was not worked very much. Received a letter from Warren, Bev, and you. It was your July 7th letter from Saginaw. Honey, you seemed a little mad because I didn't have my captaincy. Please don't, honey, because you and I both know the reason behind it, and Lord knows, Janie, I tried to stay on the ball and do my work good but I never seem to make it. Now that Williams is back, there is no chance there. Shirley had told me that if he hadn't come back, I was scheduled to take over. I never told you this because I didn't want to get your hopes up again. Maybe someday, I hope so. For your sake. I asked Fred if Lee got any kind of accommodation. Fred said, hell no, none I know of. You figure the rest. Betty, if you want the Tribune, change it back to yourself. Bill got the Detroit Free Press, and the papers are approximately six weeks late. I have ordered the Stars and Stripes, and that came each day. Honey, be good. I am feeling a little better mental, but I really won't be satisfied until I am home again, and living with you. 
One of these days I will be coming too. So say hello to everyone. All my love, Jack. Letter from my grandfather, July 20th, 1944. My darling, honey, I'm sorry I didn't write last night. I worked late, and today I work until 11 p.m. It is now pretty late, so I'm only going to write a short letter. Betty, here is $50 money order. That is just plain surplus funds to me, so I'm sending it home. You can put that along with the rest of our savings. I received a letter from Saginaw and two from Royal Oaks from you. Betty, I surely and honestly appreciate your daily letter. Betty, they seem much better than usual. Gosh, honey, I love to see you now. How far along is Marion McGregor, or don't you know? I'm very glad you stopped and saw them. They were real nice people to me. Honey, do you realize that was four years ago? Schwartz, Stilma, and Zabriskie are having some argument tonight where one married man should take care of some of these English girls. Some are playing around. They needn't ask my mind. I should only have one answer. Honey, I promise I'll write you a good letter tomorrow. Be sure and let me know you got the money so I can destroy the receipt. Betty, I love you very much. Be good, and pray I come home soon. All my love, Jack. Letter from my grandfather, July 23rd, 1944, England. My darling, yes, I missed another day in a letter. I planned on writing you a nice letter Friday night, but I was detailed to make a convoy to a nearby train from the afternoon and evening. I got Bill to go with me. We had a pretty good time. Saw an English Catholic church, and it was sure interesting. The English didn't think much of it, but what impressed me was the thing was built in the 12th century. Like everything here, many tombs are located inside the church. In the evening, Bill located his scotch and had a fair shine on when we got home. Earl Rotherdam didn't even know how he got home. I damn near carried him to the trucks. I found him sitting in the cab on the way back to the trucks. Everyone thought that I would court-martial him. But you know me. I keep still, and I hope nobody knows I covered up for him the way I did. Yesterday was just another day but I had a report due at 11 this morning, so I worked on that last night, and it was pretty late when I got done. Other than that, honey, I'm pretty good physically. Betty, all of your letters are written one day and mailed at 1400 the following day. Is that the way it should be? You asked me to check up on that for you. Honey, I'm sure waiting for the pictures you sent. And honey, why don't you ask Mr. Rembarger if you can mail packages to me without requisite? Honey, I know he will. So go ahead and send those peanuts and chocolate bar. You can consider that a request. Honey, I really don't know what I want you to do. I want you to be happy and everything, yet I can't see you doing farm work. But honey, if you are enjoying it, and I know you are, I guess it's okay to do it. Betty, I think about you all the time, and if I was home, I know exactly what you would be doing. I'll keep you busy for a couple of years. When I get back, I'm going to do better than keeping you busy. This afternoon, I brought a soft chair up to my room and built a fire in the fireplace. It was cool enough for it, too. And I just sat there and thought about home and you. I finally went to sleep in a chair, and honey, I don't even remember doing that before. Now he's on one of his tears again. I don't know where he got it, but he is in no shape to do any work again. And for sure, Borsheting told me to take over his work. There's only about a hundred letters to censor tonight, so I passed them out to all the officers. I finished up with seven. That's not bad. Betty, in one of your letters, you seem quite distressed about me not getting any place in the army. Please don't feel that way. 
You know the story, and that is about everything. One of these days, things will straighten out. I hope. Well, Janie, that is all for tonight. I sure wish I was home. Don't let the Germans' news make you feel too good. We still got to finish the job and then police up the country. If I ever get the chance to come home, you can be sure I'll be on my way. We need each other and I want you. Be good. Tell everyone hello. I love you very much. All my love, Jack. <laughs>